0: to another episode of dudes at ringside podcasts and now your hosts metal geek and joe the panther junior hello there wrestling fans and welcome to dudes at ringside podcast internationally known and now my co-host the happy heel himself the metal
1: Geek. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? What's up, ringside Crew? What's going on? Joe, what's going on?
0: Not much, brother. Not much. So, what'd you Enjoy- think about Raw
1: tonight? Uh the tag te- the tag title match wasn't that bad, actually, to be honest with you. Hmm. Uh okay. um, and then we got Cedric and um C- Shelton. So,
0: Maybe we should wait and talk about Raw with our special guests.
1: All right. So, you want to introduce him?
0: You hear that sound? Is there a bunch of birds in the area? Let's introduce, I give a warm, dudes at ringside. Welcome to Sean Crow. So guys? Hey, What's Sean? going on? Welcome to dudes at ringside podcast. So, Thank you for, having me. for our fans... Uh, we've been doing this lately a lot, and it's—I find it really fun. Uh, Sean, introduce yourself to our audience.
2: Well, I am a professional wrestler uh, from South Louisiana. I'm born and raised in New Orleans, and it's about as dark as it gets down here. So I try to try to harness that for my wrestling and uh, bring people to the dark side, man. Mm. So
0: uh be working in, in in New Orleans like is there a lot of like a lot of dark gimmicks I know in Louisiana they do a lot of people do a lot of like voodoo and stuff like that like is that you get your
2: ideas from well you know you'd be surprised there's not a lot of dark characters here a lot of people come here with those characters because it fits um but people here try to branch out and do the 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 vibrant lively thing, and it's just never really been my, my forte. Um, I think that it's more or less a what's the word? Uh, more or less, it's harder for people to think of this area and not think of something dark, something gloomy, cemeteries and bourbon streets and so on and so forth. So when, when people come here, they come with these characters, but they do not they don't ever start here. I'm one of the few guys around that that dude that does a dark character and I'm from this area hmm.
1: so I was watching some of your matches and it brings back to like an old school like babyface basically
2: so I, I try not to work a whole lot of babyface because I mean I'm just I'm a big guy it's hard for me to yeah. to <clears throat> take the heat most stuff if you if you want to use terminology. but um, yeah, whenever whenever I get going, it's kind of hard to, to let it stop because I mean like, it, it's a good
1: yeah like the old school heel where like they would put the sleeper on and the crowd would be like trying to cheer for you to come back right, kind of like right. that that sort of thing that's the matches that I was watching like the match yeah with Ray Ortiz and
2: Ray Ray is lights out man I I can't say enough about that guy if you ever have a chance to have him on your show please do. I'd I'd love to listen to it because Ray is a, is a top notch guy. And and we went to, we went to war. I mean, to be honest with you, he, he is probably the only guy who's ever suplexed me, um, German suplex, me. And he, I hit the back of my head harder than I've ever had in my life. Um, I've seen that, but, but uh, we, we went to war and he's a hell of a guy. I can't say enough about him.
0: Mm -hmm. If you, uh, if you speak to Ray, Tell them, hey, I just came out. I just came up to the Ringside podcast, and they said they want to have you on the show. Absolutely, Absolutely. we'll take them. We just, <laughs> just gotta look. Our uh, our our schedule guys gotta keep us
1: intact.
2: <laughs> well, you guys, you guys are pretty booked up. From what I can We're see on Instagram, so.
1: October, October, October.
2: That's great, man. I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad I was able to get on. So oh, I'll, you,
1: you you got on like right in the beginning, like right before we started getting booked up,
2: right? So right. yeah, and like
0: it's funny because there's people that like we had on the show before, right? We had Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat, right? We didn't even really talk about wrestling at all. And,
2: I don't think I did either. I met him in, in a bar. Not a bar, in the hotel bar at a wrestle column in New York. And first time I ever met the man. And we talked for probably two, two and a half hours, never said a word about wrestling. So wow. I mean he's he's a great guy.
1: He's a great guy. He, he's he super is.
0: cool. He my my guy watched the uh thing on YouTube. Uh, or watched our interview with him on YouTube and my dad's like, Oh, you had him really relaxed there. Yeah. Even though my first question, Lance, I me mean, geeky, ruined it.
1: <laughs> what age well, did you realize you wanted to be a wrestler?
2: That's a really good question. Um, Thanks, man, man I, I never really had a plan to be a wrestler. I love wrestling. I've always loved wrestling. Uh, my dad and I watched it when I was a kid. Um, I didn't think about wrestling until I was probably like 17, 18 years old because I hurt myself playing football couldn't do that anymore. And uh, I knew a local promoter and he was like, Hey, go meet this guy and train. So I just I started training. Um, <clears throat> every kid wants to be, you know, WWE champion at WrestleMania, obviously, but I never had a, never had a goal to do it. So there never really was a time frame for me. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause like, I always say this
0: to all my guests. I'm like, everybody always says to me like, Oh, wow. You're, they, I, I'm the one in, I'm the one, in all my friends. It's like the big wrestling fan with geek. And then they have this, say. they say this to me. And then I go, well, by the way, was it your grandfather, a golden era wrestler? And they pause and go, no. <laughs> well, I guess you can't hang. Bye. <laughs> and I'll look away. I was that guy in the friends. But then this pandemic has opened up my eyes and told, I found out I have two relatives that are professional wrestlers. That I need. Pete Sanchez wrestled okay. to the nineties, and Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon.
2: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, third gen. I'm I'm third generation, even though I I stick to this <laughs> microphone. <him. laughs> I would have done it, but I'm only I got weighed yesterday, a few days ago, by the doctor, and I'm only I only weigh 130 pounds.
2: Oh wow! I could throw you really far.
0: Oh, you would <laughs> you would launch me? I'd be like ah, That'd be exactly great. Yeah, we Kermit the Frog. Style. I think I I I I'm a swimmer, and also I work out a lot, so I'd be able to. I know how to. Perfect. <laughs> I can take it. I I did act. I did plays. <laughs> I didn't, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So like. Um, they already asked that half that half that I guess a customer asked. I mean, um, one of our fans asked that part of the question. So, like, what was the first match or first like encounter with the fans when you knew you you made it in like the wrestling business?
2: It was Halloween 2011. We uh we were wrestling in town at Morgan City here, which actually have a show in July there, and um, that was Halloween night. We had a little over ooh, a little 1,200 people, something like that. And I was walking to the ring, and my character at the time was a little darker than it is now, and kid looked at me. I mean, I, I walked right by him. I didn't say a word to him. I just looked at him, and he started crying, made my made my existence. I was going to go. Um, I felt terrible, mind you. After the show, I went and talked to this kid. We, we had a great conversation. I signed some stuff for him. But at that point, I was so ecstatic because I knew I didn't have to do anything. I just walked by him and looked at him and he cried. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. what's,
1: what's the current situation right now with uh, what's going on? Are you guys running shows? or? Um...
2: So, like I said, we were wrestling in Morgan City in July. That'll be the first show in Louisiana since um, COVID started for us, for me at least. There's another show, I think, no, that's after that. So, July 10th will be the first show in Louisiana since COVID since last year. Um, dude, we have a wrestling commission here kind of like what New York and everybody else has so hmm. I say everybody else but we're like 13 states have wrestling commissions uh, we have probably the biggest pain in the butt of all of them but um, so they shut us down said no, no fans, no wrestling, no nothing you can't do anything because we can't social distance this not make it work um, they had a meeting a couple weeks ago they said okay you can do 50% capacity of the building everybody has to wear a mask. You have to have a COVID test before you can go into the Um, ring. And then now they've reduced it where we don't have to do a test. We're going to have 75% capacity and no mask if you've been vaccinated. Mm. I'm thinking by the time July gets here, we'll be pretty much open as far as wrestling goes. Um, I I really hope we are, but uh, it's it's looking like it's going to be a big show because it's been over a year since we've been able to wrestle here and people are kind of itching for it. So,
0: yeah, I there's a um well really we, we live like East Coast, so it's a group that we always when I lived on Long Island, Geek and I would always go to their shows, uh is called the New York Wrestling Connection. It's okay. in Long Island. NYWC uh Zach Ryder has wrestled there, Kurt Hawkins, Jeff
1: You'll say there's a like Reynolds and um and Silver. Uh,
0: they, they're apparently supposed to be doing their first ever show, it's not official, but they like there's big rumors out there. But I hate hearing rumors, but then that's like the yeah. room yeah. for them.
1: But, um, geeky, next question, <laughs> uh, can we answer from the, the audience here? Yeah, fans
0: <laughs> in the audience, let's get some questions.
1: Yeah, how'd you come, How up, did with you come up
2: with your gimmick? Um, so growing up, I was a huge fan of Sting and huge fan of The Undertaker and just all the kind of darker things well say sting wasn't dark when i first watched him but uh watching that kind of build um i was coming up with the character it just kind of said well i want to wear a trench coat i want to have uh, i do a face paint i want to do I do a lot i do a little bit of face paint and i want it to be in your face so what i did was i took brockless in ring work i took sting's persona from before the wolf pack and just kind of meshed him there you go uh, I throw people and I scare people. That's my, that's my my thing, so that's kind of how it came, how it all came together because it just took my biggest personality of what I used to love to watch and put it in the room. Do you
1: have, do you have any pets by any chance? Or, uh,
2: I have a dog and I, my girlfriend just got a cat. I'm trying to say it's not mine because it's a cat, but still, mm-hmm. yeah, we're pet friendly on this show. We have a lot <laughs> of eventually, eventually, I'm gonna have a pet crow. I don't have one
0: yet, but I will eventually. <laughs> You can. I think you could buy them as pets. I heard that. Really? I I think you can. I could be wrong. You have to look that up. But I heard the crow is the smartest bird. This is my dad's fact. He found this out somewhere. The crow is the smartest bird in the world. Absolutely. That's why we we love them. And you can teach them anything. You can teach them how to, like, teach them to protect your yard. They're, like,
2: one of those animals that are, like, Absolutely. They're extremely smart. And, um... You know, you talk about a flock of them is called a murder, which obviously is not a great word. But if the flock of them is called a murder, I mean, you get a bunch of them together that, are that smart. What can so,
0: yeah, like,
2: uh, um, actually, I was watching the best
0: of it, the movie The Crow, and they were te- they were showing you how they got the bird to like land right on the grave, and it took the bird five seconds to learn to, to jump on the grave and do the tap tap thing, and like, it was like, it was like that. I was like, what? And
1: yes, yeah.
2: Uh, as actually, to the question of how I came up the character, obviously Sean Crow, the Crow, and and I do a, I do a kind of a similar face paint. Um, it did stem some from the movie. I love the movie, but oh, the it. wrestling character I meant mostly staying in that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I guess I guess my next question: Um, what is your favorite food to eat in like in New Orleans? Like, what is your favorite like meal if you had to choose a meal? Uh,
2: um, I love seafood. We're, we have fresh seafood here, obviously, because, you know, it's right by the water. Um, So fish and shrimp, fried, fried fish and shrimp really is my go-to meal. Um, mm-hmm. Just about anywhere on the quarter that you get it, it's pretty, pretty darn good in a French quarter. Um, And if you're up early for breakfast, go get some beignets and, and coffee and stuff. But mostly fried shrimp and fried fish is my go-to meal. Mm-hmm.
1: New Orleans is awesome. I have to go back there.
0: <laughs> my parents went... So. Oh, absolutely. it will it'll
2: be, it'll be, uh, be plenty of time for it. Hopefully, the things open up here. When you do come down, let me know. We'll get tour. tour Oh, that's cool. There. Oh, that's cool <laughs>
0: there we go. We can go to New Orleans. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I won't say it like that when I'm there. I'm in New Orleans, Joe. Stop. New Orleans. Ah, yeah, New Orleans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, people don't like the way we talk when we go to New York. I understand. So. <laughs>
0: I'm allergic to shellfish, so I'm going to have to stick to the other stuff. If there's a, if they can make a pole boy without shrimp,
2: I'm safe. We <laughs> got yeah, Pro boys of everything. You can get pro boys of hamburger if you wanted to, but I mean, we got all kinds of options here. Shellfish included or not included if you don't need. So,
0: yeah, remember- I'm allergic
2: to shellfish. I'll look like a puff
0: boy if I eat
1: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Uh...
0: Oh my God, that was mine. Oh,
1: Sean. <laughs> I remember WrestleMania being down in New Orleans. It was like one big party.
2: Oh, absolutely. And the whole the, weekend was was, was was great.
1: There was, there was people like just in the middle of the street having a wrestling match. Yeah. It, I mean, it was we like... A, no, um,
2: we walked down Bourbon Street. Before WrestleMania started, we walked down Bourbon Street. And then we walked down Bourbon Street again after Mania was over. It was like two different, totally different scenes. Because before it was quiet, there was some drum kids playing on the buckets, drumming and stuff. But after, it was like a nightclub. It started. I mean, it was ridiculous the way that things just changed. And there were matches in the street. There were people, you know, having a good time. It was, it was great. I remember some
1: guy was dressed like Andre. Another guy was dressed like Hogan. There were, there were like people on the street. They were saying, "Come on, slam him, slam him." <laughs> it was great. There was another guy dressed like Macho Man.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Cosplay is a huge thing here anyway, and then you bring a whole bunch of wrestlers in the town, it's going to be people <laughs> like who dress up yeah. all over the place. I almost exactly. had a character one time. I'm one For one of the nights, I almost went dressed in my gear, but I didn't do it. So, it's all right.
1: Hmm. N- next WrestleMania, maybe. Maybe
2: so. <laughs> maybe so.
0: <laughs> do you watch... Have you watched any of the A&E uh, biographies yet?
2: So, I want to. I absolutely do. I love all that stuff. I, Austin is one of my... Favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, so I've seen like snippets, but I haven't actually sat down and watched it. it and work has been, my shoot job has been ridiculous the last couple of weeks or mm. months. Um, so as soon as I get a chance, I will sit down and watch it though.
0: Yes. Have you watched any of the Dark Side of the Ring ones? Um,
2: yes. I watched the Brian Pillman one. Um, and I watched, what was the one I watched before that? I don't remember the other one. I, I remember the Brian Pillman one for sure.
0: That one was really good. That one broke me. I was like, oh my God.
1: Any chance that you're a fan of New Japan, been following up with that stuff? Because uh, I'm the New Japan guy. Yeah, I...
2: When we went to New York for Mania, we went to Madison Square Garden for that, that event was, yeah. for them. And we also, some friends of mine went to Dallas for, what was that? That was um...
1: uh, Supercard? G1, yes. G1.
2: Yes. Yes, G1 G- Supercard. And that yeah. was phenomenal. Jeff Cobb. If I ever get an opportunity to wrestle Jeff Cobb, I can retire after that and I'll be a happy man. Um, that dude is a freak. He's
1: watching. <laughs>
2: he may be What's watching. That? He may be watching. Please. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody sign me up because I will wrestle him in a heartbeat. Um,
1: sign this guy up. Sign me up. <laughs> if anybody from Ring of Honor New Japan, anywhere, sign, sign up.
2: me Sign, sign Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Cobb is a freak of nature. And um, that was super hard with my first live showing of seeing him. And that dude is just insanely gifted. G1 um,
1: Supercar or G1? Uh,
2: G1 in Dallas was the first time I saw him.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and I'm actually, I'm friends with Lance Hoyt, if he's watching. Hello, Lance. But uh, Lance Hoyt was there. Uh, That's around the time he was destroying everybody um, in uh, New Japan. And after the show, I texted him. I said, dude, we got to go and meet Jeff Cobb. So he, he texted me the next day. Apparently, I fell asleep. So, take that thing. Where were you? We knew where it was. We were supposed to go meet Duck out. I was so upset I couldn't, I didn't get to meet him. But uh, soon, very soon, I'm hoping if I get to wrestle him, if I get to wrestle him, I'm never going to get back in the ring again. I'll be happy. With him, so,
1: it <laughs> done. Retired. We're we're Retired, right?
2: Absolutely. We have another question from the audience, Lance. Oh, uh, we do? Uh, are you a New Orleans Saints fan? I absolutely am. I uh, I was there in two thousand nine when they won the Super Bowl. Um, I have been a fan since I was a kid. So being growing up here is just kind of it's normal. It's just everybody is. If you aren't, most people like you. So uh, well, yeah, we uh, I am definitely a New Orleans Saints fan.
0: Have you ever gone to? I know you said you went, You go to you go to games frequently, or do you see, like watch them on TV?
2: So, I watch mostly on TV. Um, I've been to a few games. I go with my, one of my best friends. We go, and my dad took me when I was a kid, um, but mostly on TV. Uh, I'll go to like tailgate around the stadium and stuff before the game, but work usually kind of keeps me away from it. So, I don't get a chance to go as much as I'd like to.
1: next question. no Daddy. I, think, I think you were next.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um, if you had to pick any old school superstar from my past from like either nwa wcw or wwf to choose to wrestle who would you
2: choose and why that's broad wow okay um so let go really old i say really old but pretty old and i'd go terry gordy um mm-hmm. just because from what i understand from what i've listened to um Michael Hayes say that Terry could go for just days and just wrestle and wrestle and wrestle, but he would make you laugh the entire time. And I love wrestling guys that do that because Hmm. the character is very straight faced. There is no emotion really except for intensity. So keeping back the laughter for some people, uh, it's very, very hard. And, um, I love to wrestle him just for that challenge of being able to technically wrestle because Terry could go forever, but also the, the fact that he was just, he was like really funny in the ring. Uh, I remember hearing a story that he had a guy in a headlock and he was asking what he was doing for dinner that night. And it's just like <laughs> stuff like that is just hilarious to me. And I would, love, I would love to have been part of that. Especially back then, whenever KK was a real thing, you know, as far as being a really strong part of the wrestling community. Uh, so you really couldn't talk to the guy out of the ring. So you got all your stuff in the ring. So.
0: Mm. Oh. Geekenstein?
2: <laughs>
0: me? <laughs> no, no, the guy behind you with the baseball.
1: You have you have some favorite music or uh...
2: Favorite music? I'm a huge uh country and rock guy. Um I don't really I don't uh get away from it much. Being in the South is just kind of our thing. Uh I do listen to some hip hop stuff depending on the beat and depending on the rhythm of it. Um but for the most part, country and rock is my uh, my go to.
1: I, all right. Are you a who is your favorite female and a male wrestler right now?
2: Favorite female wrestler now? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Your favorite male and female wrestler? Okay. Uh, so, again, very broad. Um, favorite male wrestler right now? Probably. Man, that's tough. I'm hitting the hard questions early. I like it. Okay. Um, can I say myself? No, I'm joking. Um,
1: <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. You can't say yourself. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Fine. Fine. Um, so I love the work that uh, Darby Allen's doing right now. I, I think that I wasn't really. I didn't really know who he was until AEW picked him up, and um, I love the work that he's doing, especially because he's working with Sting. Um, so right now I think if if I had to pick someone in the ball range, he'd be my guy. And girl favorite wrestler. Oof. There are some extremely talented women on the NXT roster. Um Tony Storm probably, just because she's kind of a mix of badass and just women, just what a woman should be. So mm-hmm. and she's extremely talented, not to, to boot. So Tony Storm probably mm-hmm. my favorite woman wrestler right now.
0: Yeah, she's crazy.
1: <clears throat> that
0: one. What do you, what are your opinions on Thunder Rosa
1: and the thumbtacks um, man?
2: Yeah, she's um controversial to say the least. Um,
0: would, would you want to go? Would you want to wrestle her, or if they let you, in oh, a,
2: a hard because that
1: she wrestles guys. I noticed yes. that. Yeah. So
2: and um, there's a lot of women that won't because of the the. Outlook of it, because, you know, guys beating on women, I obviously wouldn't want that to be the case. But if it were just a wrestling match, absolutely. Absolutely. She's I watched some videos of her doing,
0: like, she did, I don't know if it was just a joke. She did a shoot with this dude that was interviewing her, and he's like, put me in a sleeper hole. And she's like, I don't know if you want me to do that. And she did it, and and I guess she did it as a character. She went into the, she's like, okay, I'm going to put you a sleeper hole. And she she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like she put him to sleep. It was hilarious. I was like, "She's like, she's like two hours later. What? What happened?" She's like, "Oh no, you you didn't tell me not to do it." <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. We're trying to get her too, but it's it's hard to get bigger talent on the show. But having you guys that are on the uh, independent scene always. Makes us smile because by helping you, you're helping us, and we're helping your promotion get known,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, on the East Coast. Someone okay. go, go, hmm, Impact. Um, action Pro. Action Pro. Action Pack. Action, uh, impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Guys, you should look it up when you get a chance when the show is over. Just go on YouTube and look it up. You can find the matches with Sean. You'll be able to watch other re- other.
1: RTs, right? Ortiz,
0: you'll be able to watch a bunch of other matches that you'll ne- you've never thought you would ever see your entire life. Just check it out. That's why we love doing this.
2: With them out. And I, and I tell people all the time, and it's not it's not a, a rib on the guy to do this in the WWE or AEW or anything, but people on the independent circuit, we do it because we want to. We do it because we love it. We do it not for the money, not for the, the crap and all that other stuff, but we love to do this. We love to wrestle guys in are the WWE, for the most part, is a paycheck. And I'm kind of glad I never pursued it to go any further because I don't want it to be a paycheck. If this wasn't fun for me, I wouldn't want to do it. Um, it takes a certain special kind of person to do what we do. And it's not for everybody. It's, it's not meant for everyone. But at the same time, if I wasn't enjoying myself, if I wasn't having fun going out there, and for lack of a better term, beating people up, I wouldn't want to do it. I surely wouldn't want to do it for a paycheck. Um, obviously, everybody wants to get paid. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't do this for free, but at the same time, I'm not, you know, living off of this. I have a regular day job too. Um, I hmm. think that I think that it's important that the independent guys get noticed, and I appreciate you guys having me on. That the independent uh-huh. guys get noticed on a on a bigger scale because what you see on TV is is a hundred percent developed it is drawn out written practice gone over whatever a lot of the times we get to the ring we have no idea who we're wrestling we don't know who's gonna uh interfere we don't know what's gonna happen here what's gonna happen there and we put together the best show that we can so i think that's important for us to get a kind of a spotlight and you guys doing this is phenomenal because people like uh uh who'd you have last week um no, really talk, like, ta-
1: was that? Tamaku. No, Tamaku Tamaku, was it? no, it was a month oh, ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, people I mean, like we...
2: Tamaku, who is that much of a character, he is a beautiful character. His gimmick is incredible. But you don't get to see the soft side of that in anyway, the ring. Where do you do all stuff like this? And it's phenomenal. Oh, wait,
1: guys, Abram- we Amy Crimson, we had on the show. Canada. Last right. Last week.
0: I had to look at the calendar.
1: It was like. She's
0: a nice person. She's just she's a sweetheart. And I feel we I feel so bad for her. Cause she's in Canada and she cannot wrestle at all.
1: They're on right. lockdown.
0: Lockdown so. completely. Her, um, Jesse Mack and um, Bella Bronx. Okay. All Scarlett training. Delgado. Scarlett,
1: Del- Scarlett Delgado too. Don't forget her.
0: Yeah, Scarlett Del- Delgado, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are all stuck. It's like trapped like Trapped, instead of leaving New York, trapped in Canada. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know what I would think if I was a wrestler and I could not wrestle because my state was shut down. I'd freak out. I would start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. You would continue. Sorry. Joe interrupted. <laughs> continue.
2: Oh, no. Um... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You were saying that, like, you know, you would love doing this, you know?
2: I do, and again, I've done it since two thousand and nine. I've been tra- I trained in two thousand nine. I didn't have my first match until two thousand and the end of two thousand ten. Beginning of two thousand eleven. And if I didn't love this, you know, over the last ten years, I wouldn't do it because pu- you put your body through a lot, and it's, it's not for everybody. I feel like if you guys,
1: this is showing what? Or what's that supposed to mean? Is that good or bad? <laughs> this is show of
2: what? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> But I just want to say thank you to you guys for putting a spotlight on the independent guys and the girls that that really, you know, work hard to do this. Because we may not all make it to the WWE, we may not make it to AEW or Impact, but if you come to our shows, we guarantee you one thing: is that we will do our best to entertain you. So,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. we, this is why we do this because we geek. Me and Geek love the independent scene, and I've been saying this for like. Since I'll be saying this to the I'm blue in the face, the independent scene right now, because they don't have fans, are struggling. Go on the Wrestle Tees. Was it Wrestle Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees. Please for, 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 for for go on and buy a t shirt of a wrestling federation you do not know.
2: Just go on they there and buy it. Memorial Day sale. You're, you're saving money right now if you, if you go really? on there and buy
1: Buy hit
0: joke, by Sean's shirt. By anybody that's done that.
1: action action packed pro wrestling, right? Yeah. Buy one of their shirts, right? Buy one of their shirts. Give, it's it's action packed, right? Or is it a... action packed wrestling? Action packed wrestling.
0: Yeah, buy one of their shirts. Action packed wrestling t-shirt. They need you, man. It's like your brother, it, your friend that, that that fell on the sidewalk. Yeah, help him up. You know, like, help him out. We we love it. There we go, man. Over. do you have any um do you have any funny stories from the road
2: oh man yeah uh we were traveling to pensacola florida and i guess from louisiana there it's probably like six seven hours something like that we did it probably about nine because every 30 minutes or so the guy one of the guys in the car had to use the bathroom eat something to eat so on and so forth so this is our first trip out there. It's terrible. We get to one of the rest stops, and the guy sees me digging in my bag, and he sees there's a, a spandex. I mean, we wrestle in, in spandex. And ask me what we're doing. I tell them, you know, we're wrestlers. And my buddy, lo and behold, I, I love him to death, but he's not very much for people, uh, came up to him and asked him what his problem was because, you know, he was standing by our car. We didn't know who the guy was, so on and so forth. And he says, "I was just asking your, your friend here what you guys did, and I didn't realize y'all like to uh, throw each other around, and or throw each other around and do that fake stuff, as he called it. And uh, if you know anything about wrestling, you know you don't tell us that it's fake." Oh no! Uh-huh. So he proceeded to to slap him around a little bit, and um, actually ended up getting beat up. The get not not the guy, my friend ended up getting beat up. Mm. Um. So we picked him back. We picked him up, and we put him in the car, and we proceeded to our show. And we got there, and found out that we got unbooked on the way there somehow, and we didn't know about it. So we got into a or he got into a fight, got beat up, and we got unbooked all within the nine hours of the day that it took us to get there. So that was a that was a fun trip on the way back. Mm. So nobody got paid, obviously. Uh, That's horrible. uh, um, Let's see what else. So, kendo sticks, you know, uh, Oh yeah, they're they're, pr- they're pretty regular everywhere you go. You've seen them shatter, right? They shatter at the end, they kind of fray. Yeah. We we had a show here in Louisiana, um, and we, we knew the spot was going to be, the match was going to be over. This guy was going to grab a kendo stick, hit the other guy, and that was going to be it. He grabbed the kendo stick and hit him. It broke at the handle he hit him so hard. The guy hasn't wrestled since um that was that was interesting never seen that happen before i think i have a video click my mind to send that to you guys um i not know what else we went to restaurant in new orleans um and we're from here so we had a we had a table i'm sponsored i'm a sponsored athlete for collar and elbow so i was hanging out over there and i overheard al snow tell a story that um what was it? Who, who are they with? I think it was either Stevie uh, Richards or Shane Douglas. One of the two from ECW and uh, Sandman was there. They told me that Sandman went to get a beer out of the uh, ice chest and ended up picking up a bottle of water. Back in the day, he just actually didn't drink anything other than beer. That was, That's was all he drank. And said so he opened it up, didn't pay attention, and drank it. Spit it out in the waitress's face at the restaurant they All were out. at. That lady beat the crap out of sandman. I've never heard a funnier story in my life of the way he explained <laughs> it. I can't remember word for word. <laughs> yes. She beat the heck out of sandman. Um let's see any stories from my, my trip. I've only been a few around the Gulf Coast for the most part. Um went to Loosdale, Luce, Loosdale, I think that's the name of the town. Loosdale, Mississippi. Um wrestled for 18 people I think it was that was the loudest I've ever heard a crowd in my life and it was 18 people I mean I kid you not it couldn't be more than 20 people loudest crowd I've ever heard in my entire life the funniest part of the whole show the guy come out and was cutting a promo on a lady in the front row told her she needed what was it two front teeth or something like that it ended up being a sister she was pissed. She thought it was real. She hated him. They still don't speak to this day.
1: Um, oh my god,
2: that's the South we did. Yeah, the th- the uh, thing is
1: with the thing is with uh, some of the um, the smaller venues, they they could get loud because the acoustics are so because are are great. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So the, cause, absolutely. Cause the, some of the smaller venues, they
2: probably, probably. couldn't have fit a hundred people in if they wanted to. But I mean, they had eighteen people, twenty people at the most. And just it was like it was bouncing off the walls, you could hear every word. It was loud. It was great. It was a fun. It was probably one of the best matches I had at that time, and it was phenomenal. Um, you talk about loud. We went to WrestleMania Thirty Two in Dallas, the first WrestleMania, and when Austin's glass broke whenever he came down, that is the loudest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I heard this story. Thousand yeah. people it was outrageous.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: I heard oh. this story with Austin. Yeah, that that's that um pop I heard was probably one of the best pops ever.
2: Well, Sean came out, which he's from Texas too. That was great. Foley came after him. Awesome, McFoley, and then Stone Cold's glass breaks. I, I kid you not. I mean, you couldn't hear after it was over because I mean everybody was screaming. I, I it had to be 115, hundred ten thousand people in that and brand new AT and T AT and T Stadium in Dallas. It was just like an eruption. They blew the roof off that place. Or say they we did (laughs) because I was there. But I mean, it was it was incredible. Um, And they're going back, right? Uh, (laughs) I'm Sorry,
0: I'm sorry. They should better check the screws on that
2: roof. They're gonna blow it off again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Next year we're going back to Dallas. I'm hoping they do something with him because he was actually on the promo video they cut to announce it. So I'm hoping they use him. I think stories from me, man, it's,
0: it's training, Like you, when you first
2: started uh, training for wrestling, like you're those kind of stories too. So, like I said before, I didn't really have any aspirations to be a wrestler. I mean, I love wrestling. I love doing it now, but before it was kind of like, I love to watch it. It's probably about the most I'm going to get. And I hurt myself playing football. I lost the ability to go to college and play. And um, I at a friend's house. And I was jumping on a trampoline because, I mean, at the time, I was a lot smaller than I am now. And uh, one of the guys that was there was a local wrestling promoter. And he's like, you ever thought about wrestling? I love to watch it. I never thought about doing it. Well, be here tomorrow and tell this guy I sent you. Okay? So I went. And it was in somebody's backyard. One of my best friends to this day was in the backyard. And uh, I helped him put the ring up. I came back probably an hour later. We started training. First bump I took, I fell on my tailbone. I wanted to quit. I was done. That crap hurt. Oh, man. Well, I didn't. I stayed. It came kind of naturally to me. And then the next day, and the next day, I say that. The next day, I woke up. I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, it was physically just beat the crap out of me. And we didn't do anything. It was just bumping. But, I mean, it's not it for everybody, like I said. Um, but we did that, and I just never looked back. It was a... Uh, it's been phenomenal this entire time, getting to meet people that I never thought I would meet, getting to do things in the ring I never thought I'd get to do. Um, I, I weigh 280 pounds. I'm six foot two, and I jump off the top rope. I, I do all the, the things big guys don't normally do. I, I like doing that kind of stuff. And it's like uh, Kevin Nash said one time. He said, "Being seven feet tall, you can't walk out of a you can't walk out of a grocery store without somebody being able to see you." I'm six foot two. If I walk into Walmart and somebody notices me from wrestling, I'm that made my day. I've had a kid come to me and was freaking out because it was me and I was so excited. I can't even tell you how happy that makes me. But uh so I never plan on doing it, but I'm so glad that I have. Uh it's been a fun ride so far. I'm hoping it's not over, but I mean.
0: Yeah, like what do you see yourself like in five years?
2: So I've held a couple of titles um, in a couple of different places, but I've never been, you know, the guy. I'd like to be the guy in a company, you know, in the next five years. I'd like to be working my way up to, to being a heavyweight champion somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe Action Fact Wrestling. They got a couple other promotions here. There's a company that I hear about to get started in Mississippi that I'd like to to see about um, headlining for. So I see myself being on top of a company somewhere.
0: Hmm. I don't know what happened to Keek. This is my show now. Yes, <laughs> he ditched us. Because at least it didn't kick us off. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So, I already asked you about the food. Um. So, what do you like to do when you're not not wrestling and not uh working for fun?
2: Uh. So I mean I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I like watching football, basketball, baseball. I'm a Braves fan. Um. My kids, man, I'm a I'm a dad and uh they, they they changed my life at a very early age. I say very early age, but an early age and um it's it's probably my favorite thing to do is get off of work and go home, get to see them and hang out with them, man. It's uh it's probably the most um important job I have is, is being their dad. So that's that's my uh, favorite thing to do. Um well,
0: Oh, wow that was me sorry that was my computer my friend said hold and geek said hold um do you collect anything are you a collector of anything like pops
2: I'm or not some? a major I'm not a major collector of anything um I play video games so I have the newest consoles um, I really I don't collect anything yet I know I've told myself i I want to I just I don't like spending money so I uh I don't yeah, have to have- know a whole lot of stuff, but
0: do you uh, do you do you play any of the two uh, K games?
2: I do um, basketball a lot. I played the WWE two K games, and last year's was terrible. Ugh, um, it was it was god awful. I'm hoping that twenty two is better. I, I, saw, hear, I
0: hear a lot of positive things about it. Like a lot of uh, gamers that get this game before everybody else. A lot of them are getting it and they're loving the graphics and stuff like that. I don't
2: know so how they got it, but
0: that's what they keep saying.
2: So I saw a post today from um Leo Rush. He's actually doing the motion capture for the game. So hopefully it's a little bit more fluid. I like the idea of him doing that. Um but the story was oh it was so bad for the last one. And I just I hope they do better on that. I missed the SmackDown versus Raw and all that stuff. It been really well put together.
1: Oh yeah,
2: and 2K is just kind of putting them down. I'm hoping when the UFC moved to ESPN, they got picked up back by EA Sports. I'm hoping the WWE gets the same treatment eventually. Now that they're they're on prominent networks and stuff, maybe they get picked up by EA Sports and make the game better. But we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I'm looking forward to 22. I mean, they formed every year, but hopefully it's just not as bad as it was last year. Like, I've been stuck playing uh,
0: 2019 since yeah. 2019. Like, I remember for Christmas, I think it was my birthday or cri- Christmas, my dad's like, what do you want? Do you want the uh, new SmackDown game? And I was like, no. I forgot what game I got instead. Okay. And he just, we were driving, and he paused, and went, we were driving down a quarry, and he was like, we could have went off the road. He was like, what? I was like, I don't want it. The graphics are horrible. My brother doesn't do wrestling and he bought the game and he 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 asked me, should I buy it? I said, No, buy 2019, you'll like it better. And he's like, That's the last thing buy it, trust me. And he was hooked. And he my brother never plays baseball game wrestling games. My brother's big base, he's a big baseball fan. Like he's hooked to like he's a meth fan, he's hooked to baseball. And bought the wrestling game, and he's like, that was the coolest game I ever bought, Randy. Thank you so much. Tell me to buy this game. Like, and I, I, I'm the type of person that create people or I download people. Right. Oh, That's an interesting question for you. Has anybody ever created Sean Crow in any of the two K games?
2: Yes, actually. Um, there's a guy who's a local fan. Who comes to all of our shows? Who sent me a message probably like last week? I think I might still have it right here. Um, and he he went and made me on the on the game, and I I was there. I was very impressed. He's not done with it. He said, but uh, hopefully he is soon. Uh, I'd like to see how it comes out, but a little bit more green in it right now than it needs to be. But let's see.
0: You can actually create your own finisher move. I wonder. He created the thirteen.
2: I've tried before, and I never can get it to look right. But this is, you yeah, know, what he made oh, wow. so far. That's that's good.
0: That's really good. Wow! So you did a good job on that. I'm the master of creating my grandfather. I always do it, always, always, always. <laughs> that was like my my take on my grandfather. Didn't make it that long in wrestling. He he passed away before I was born, but. I always create him, and every year it's always I have to have myself, my guy, my character that's always me. And I've checked the name, and nobody's using it. Kid Crazy. And I use me versus my grandfather. And it's hilarious that every time we fight, he w- he wins or I won, and it's always a attack. He always attacks me at the end of the match, never fails. My. Can you hear me? Uh oh. Lost the connection. Lance, you lost the connection. That's what happened. You lost the connection. Are we still alive? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll still talk. <laughs> um so what is your favorite animal? Can you hear me? I can.
2: Um can you hear me?
0: I hear you I hear you loud and clear.
2: Okay. Um Favorite animal, uh, white tiger. Actually, I know it sounds kind of weird, but that's my uh, mm. my animal. The tattoo on my right arm is actually white tiger eyes. No,
0: nope. there, so, oh, and then I'll that.
1: Oh, wow! I,
2: uh, yeah, so, it'll probably be in the what, sleeve that I do. So
1: I'm gonna have to use um, my phone the rest of the show. Okay, what happened? The computer guy. The computer just died, so you know, I'm going to have to use the phone the rest of the show. So if I cut in and okay. out, just... You he
0: know, said his
2: favorite, and white tiger. I'm a wolf. I love wolves. I can't and even... The, the guy that trained me is... Uh, his thing is wolves. He's flipped the wolf man, Jackson, so it's, he loves wolves. Every time I see something wolf-related, I have to send it to him, so...
0: I have my high school ring has the wolf in it. I have, like, wolves on my wall, a metal wolf on the ground, <laughs> like... You'd be like, hmm, why want a guy like wolves, a big wolf on my wall here, <laughs> like, and I like skulls. I got yeah. my crystal skull vodka. Even though my friends like, how do you have a bottle of vodka in your room? And you have a drug whole thing of it. I'm like, because I don't, I don't see it drinking like that. And also, the bottle was the little bottle I just showed you. That was fifty dollars a bottle.
2: Wow! Yeah. Uh, the beard oil that I use comes in a skull bottle, so I, I collect them. I say I collect them. I don't. I don't collect them. I just have a bunch of them. But
0: yeah, geek, you still there? Because <laughs> I made this all by myself, r- 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 <laughs> Geek, you still there? Ugh. He's having lots of technical. You. Okay, you ask questions. I'm. I've been asking questions for like forever.
1: You there yeah, my wife wiped down right now for some reason I don't know why.
0: I'm okay sorry. here we go geek ask question <laughs> we're losing the we're losing the audience
1: my wife ask, down right now so sorry to bother yeah huh? oh, yeah bother ask a question all right um all right if you could tell kids today that look up to you and want to be a pro wrestler what would you tell them
2: So there's two sides to that coin. Um, first thing is, you know, make sure it's something you really want to do. Uh, but if you if you something you really want to do, you need to make sure that you're mentally available. Um, it takes a lot of time to get prepared. I I see a lot of kids just, you know, hey, I want to wrestle. They find like put them on a show that day. It's not it's not okay. You, they need to go and train. They need to go and be prepared. Um, that would be my first thing to do is find a school, learn, learn your craft, and just kind of prepare yourself. Don't, don't just jump head first and say, I want to be in front of a crowd because it's just, you'll hurt yourself. You'll hurt somebody. I just, my, my, my go-to is always find a school.
0: Okay. He went away again. He ran away. All right. Am I that bad of a guess? Oh, jeez. No. There <laughs> we go. Like, here we go. I do this with all the guests, so you're going to get your moment of moment of Fink. <clears throat> <clears throat> Wonderful. All right. Coming down the aisle for New Orleans,
2: Sean Crew. That was really good. It sounded like Fink. I
0: like it. Childhood going to the garden. You get that Absolutely. voice every time.
2: Absolutely. I like it. Good job. Thank you.
0: I yes. was trying to make it more
2: sound more... That's, dem- that's, like- that's right. I, I, I do have the, the chills, man. That's great. By the way,
1: wow. sorry about the technical difficulties earlier. You know,
2: If you didn't want to talk to me, you just had to say
1: something. You, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you, know, you make the crow upset, man. I have too many crows that live <laughs> by my house. i just <laughs> in my windows. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. In PA. <laughs> I live in the I, I live in the sticks in PA. There's a lot of trees. <laughs> I think if you would probably like I don't know, I don't know if you may not like it's good places to take pictures for like wrestling. I don't know why wrestlers don't come up to Pike County and take more pictures because it's it could be creepy in some points.
1: <laughs> so anyway, what happened before was my wifi actually died. Really? That's what that's what the technical difficulties was. The Wi-Fi actually crashed, like, so I had to go on LTE to run the show through StreamYard. So how did that I'm kick like, me off? I have no idea, cause I, I don't know, cause I guess you you guys are still in it, but
0: yeah, it's
1: kind of like, weird, you know. But
0: anyway, I was wondering. I was like, he's gone, and we're gonna get kicked out. Here we go. Another interesting question. If you could travel to any country and
2: wrestle, what country would it be and why? The UK. Um, one, because their fans are nuts. I'd love to wrestle in front of them just to make them upset. Um, but mostly because like people that you've seen come out of there between Paige and, and Wade Barrett and things like that come off that, that side of the country and Finn Balor. Um, I'd love to go there and wrestle because the talent they have now that is actually going to be coming over over to the WWE soon is just, it's stacked. It is incredible. And it, I want to say, um, what was his name? Oh, I watched an independent match from the UK last week with a buddy of mine. And I don't think I've enjoyed watching a wrestling match as much as I have that one in a long time. I'd love to go there just to be a part of it. UK would
1: can't, you can't be awesome, by the way, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Japan, you should mention, too.
2: <laughs> well, um, Japan is, is, a, is a relative goal because I have a couple of friends that have traveled there, so I know what I need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. I just so I love my kids. I don't like the idea of being away for that long of time, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. Japan is definitely on the list. It's definitely on the
0: list. Wait, you go next, Geeky. Then I'll they'll, they'll, then I'll shoot my
1: question off. All right. Um have, do you have a favorite match?
2: Like of of mine? All time,
1: yeah. All time.
2: It's asking me to say this because I don't like I'm not a big fan of the guy personally. Um yes. So 2012, something like that. Morgan City again. Uh, wrestled a guy named Cody Hawkins. Um, him and I have a interesting past. Personally, uh, both started wrestling around the same time ish, and we wrestled, and it was a great match. Fluid um, chemistry was really, really well, really, really good that night. Um, he was probably of my favorite match, personally, favorite matches I've been a part of was 2018 we brought shane douglas in and i gotta take a kendo stick shot from him that was probably one of my go-to moments there
1: that's awesome so sean
0: would you if if you're ever asked would you ever take a tour like a wrestling tour down the east coast would i would i do one down the east coast yeah, like, if if there was a promotion that you saw, oh, they're going to be doing the East Coast, like, an East Coast promotion, like, if you, like, if I'm trying, I'm trying to make, make it sound the smartest way, like, if there was, like, an, if you had to, like, move, would you wrestle on the East or stay on that, the coast you're in?
2: So, I have a few friends that wrestle uh, up in New York, and when we were there, I actually had a chance to wrestle. I didn't, I didn't get to do it, but I wanted to, um. I absolutely would. I'd wrestle on the East Coast if I had the opportunity. Um, I think that I love the style of wrestling here in the South, on the Gulf Coast. I really do. Um, but I would definitely be open to wrestling over there. Um, it would take some, some figuring out, but I definitely wouldn't say no, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there an opponent you learn something from? or a... Is there what? An opponent you learn something from.
2: I learn something from everybody that I wrestle. It's, a, it's really strange the way it, it happens because you don't anticipate going into a match that you're, you're trying to beat the guy that you're going to pick up some things. But you do, and it's very strange how it happens. So I wrestled um, in Mississippi at the beginning of the year, and we locked up. We, I pushed him to the corner and I went to throw a punch and the guy basically fetal positioned on me. So there's nothing I could do. And I just, I kind of, I was anticipating that to keep happening. He played me. I went to, I went to come in. He kicks me in the knee. I take the turnbuckle and I've never, I never thought about the slowing it down that much, but I mean, he was just kind of waiting and waiting for me and just, Every time wow. I, I wrestle somebody, I find something new that I didn't really pay attention to. So I slowed things down. I love Brazil.
0: Uh, oh, Sean, wow. someone a fan that's, yeah.
2: here, that's from
1: Brazil. It's
2: incredible. Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: really oh. is international. I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There we yeah. go. Yeah, we're internationally you known you? right here. You know? oh, yeah. And dudes at ringside. But... He has a
0: question for you also. Yeah. Show yeah. the question. If Russian you,
1: key. you, could, oh, if know you know. want to fight on the WWE,
2: so, obviously, I would never say no. Um, obviously, a lot of guys get chance to work backstage and do things. I would love to do that, too. If I were ever offered a, a shot at a dark match or even just a, a match on the undercard or whatever, yes, absolutely, I would. Am I going to go out of my way to go there? No. No, no. not. But I, I absolutely would if I had the opportunity.
1: By the way, thanks for the comment from Brazil, by the way.
0: Thanks, Brazil. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. We we love all our fans. Internationally all,
1: known. All over the world. Everywhere.
0: That's why we call ourselves the... As inter- the New Day would go, internationally known. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like so funny how now we have fans everywhere. <laughs> Not just here in America. Everywhere.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And we guys... Me and Geek, I used to joke a geek in college when we would do our wrestling stuff and we would say, like, we have fans, fake fans falling around booing us and cheering. They'd be cheering me and then Lance walks out the building and they're booing you. And now, now we have, and Lance. Now they
1: could boo us for real. For
0: real. <laughs> boo us. If, we, if we're bad. <laughs> if we're bad, they boo us. So they'll give you a thumb down in the crowd in the chat or they'll just not show up because sometimes I'm I wake up the next day and my mom goes, Randy, how many how many fans did you have? And I go, I don't know, mom. It doesn't pop up in the corner. And I have to like look like I'm reaching out to grab my guest and check my screen. And we only got oh we should have really promoted this show. We only have one on Twitch. But we know YouTube and Facebook always gets a lot of people.
1: Yeah. But it's well, hard. Spotify is beginning a lot of people though. Well, not a lot, but you know, but we've I mean, been slowly growing on there. So.
0: We get we get like one show. We had this amount, and that's what we have the other one. But it's it's hard because as the pandemic starting to letting people out of the house, my mom's like, "Well, no one wants to sit and watch Twitch all night, Randy." And I'm like,
1: "What do you think of Foxcatcher?" Mark Mark Schultz doesn't ring a bell. I'm not sure what
2: I'm. Mean. I'm not sure.
0: What is he from? That person um
1: what promotion?
0: What promotion? Scrap us out. Never heard of it either. <laughs> I love the Is that in Brazil? Is that a Brazilian uh, promotion? Hey, if you know anybody in the Brazilian promotion an indie promotion that you want us to interview them send them to the dudes at ringside page. We'll be happy to give him a day.
2: Mark, Mark Schultz and Fox catcher is a movie that about an oh. Olympic wrestler. Oh, Channing Tatum played. Hmm. I actually haven't seen that movie, which is strange. I love movies, but here we go. Hey, here we go. Um, favorite movie. Oh, that's a, that's a really hard question. Um, <laughs> oh, favorite movie, man. That's a really hard question. I love movies. Um, give me a genre because I, I really, I really can't pick them off a broad range. Like um, type of uh,
0: like
2: type
1: of movie. Type of movie.
2: Favorite type of movie. I love action movies. Um, I just watched uh, Wrath of Man in the theaters with Jason Statham. Oh, that was really, really good. Um, Without remorse on Amazon Prime with Michael B. Jordan, that was really good. Lately, um, favorite movie?
0: Man. Ooh, he, hes throwing out the movies down This guy is. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Horror. No. What do you like? Action <laughs> movies. There you go. Horror movies.
0: <laughs> That's all. Actually, I was going to ask you, do you: Are you a fan? Were you a fan of the? Um, the uh, Night of the Living Dead movies as a kid, and which one was your favorite?
2: I don't know if I haven't fan. I, not that I wasn't a fan of them, I just don't think that it was my horror's never really been my thing. Um, I like serial killer movies and stuff now, but then not so much. Saw so. <laughs> Alex. Penta. So I just watched Spiral, the new it Saw movie.
1: I It see was it,
2: it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, Chris Rock brought a different kind of element to it that I wasn't ready for. I thought Mm. it was good. Very predictable, but I mean, most all movies are. But very predictable, but it was really good. Hmm. I
1: really enjoyed Army of the Dead. I watched it last night. It was really.
2: I need to watch it. I saw it was on Netflix today. I need. I need to watch it.
1: But it's a it's it's a it's a long movie, but it's very good though.
2: I sat through Justice League. Zack Snyder cut. Through Armory of the Dead.
1: Yeah, Armory I saw that
2: one. My friend saw that. The geek saw that one. I'm like, Justice League
1: is Justice Lee's
2: great, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It's phenomenal.
0: That
2: version. Go to- it was better than the original.
0: There <laughs> you go. Yeah. Jimmy Nerd question. Um, were you are you were you a fan of Ghostbusters as a kid? Yes, absolutely. Excellent. I can't wait for the next one to come out. Oh yes. I, I geeked out when that they they I, I was telling other people I geeked out as soon as they showed Egon's flight suit. I geeked out. I was like...
1: Yeah, I also yeah,
0: well, a, rep, a Ghostbusters show on uh, YouTube called Ghost Head Talk. If you want to check that out. Me, me and my buddy, Laura.
1: Joe? Yes? There's a, a Hulk Hogan statue in San Paulo. Really? That, that's pretty cool, though. There's a Hulk I, wonder, I
2: wonder if Hogan knows that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I wonder if he knows that. <laughs> when I went to... Um, 2019, my sister and I went to Universal Studios, Florida, for Halloween Horror Night, where the next day we're driving to go get coffee in the afternoon whatever it was, and my sister goes, Randy, look at that. And I was like, what? There's a dude at the, the guy at the corner? No, look. I'll turn my head. It's the Hulk Hogan store, the yeah. little store I didn't even. I'm like, Randy, you didn't even know there was here? I'm like, I didn't even know it was here. When I go back to Florida next time, I'm going to that store, because If I bump into Hogan, I'm doing a spot interview with him. Angela, hold the phone. Hogan, so (laughs) Hogan, can you just cut a promo? I don't care how much money I need to give you for this promo. (laughs) (laughs) The trick with a promo, tell them what to say. And there's one promo that we got. Guys from Massachusetts. He didn't even say like hi, my name is. He went into a whole spiel sentence thing, like a poem. And then he said his name, oh, and that one, and he held the phone sideways too, so it was like, um, this you took up the whole
1: screen. Landscape. Uh, He's talking about landscape.
0: Landscape. Mode. I can never think of the word. So. I call the phone the phone sideways. It makes sense. It's
1: portrait mode, and then it's landscape mode. I'm the geek, obviously.
0: <laughs> Someone give this man a wedgie. <laughs>
1: Birds. Ah. Ah, ah. Girl, which is one of your favorite wrestlers? I think. That's what some, which
2: that's what is that. one of your favorite WWE, I guess he means WWF wrestler of all time. Um, does that include E? What's that?
1: Does that, I guess, that includes E as well, or yeah, uh, I
2: guess, I guess um, like, I meant like WWF superstars. I guess, um, Undertaker probably in the WWF, uh. Between Taker and Rock, I was always a huge rock mark, and I still am. I love all those movies. Uh, yeah, Potion Taker Taker and Rock.
0: You, sorry, you go
2: geek, I'll uh, say.
1: Was there were there any inspirations for your character or uh Um I know you I know you talked about uh, Sting and the crow and everything, but is there any other inspiration besides your character, like
2: Yeah. Um so I know like Goldberg and the and Brock get a lot of crap because you know they do three or four different moves that's all they do and then you know they hit their finish. It's all really wrestling is, you know, you're trying to tell a story. So I always picked up on like Brock does little things that he you don't really notice. If he gives a suplex, he always backs away from the guy before he goes to another one. Mm-hmm. I try to do that because it gives you that second in between where they're wondering, "What are you going to do?" to follow that up, try to give the crowd something. I've always thought that was really neat, uh, the mm-hmm. way he does that. So I kind of stole that from him. He did that a lot in his match with uh, with Eddie at, at WrestleMania. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, let's see. Plus I stole that from Brock to the, the kind of like really? the stalking phase after a move. Uh, inspirations... So intensity, I've always thought intensity plays a big role in, in your character. So like um, Brock and then Batista, the way they were always everything was just intensified by a thousand. Every time they would do a move, he would he would slam them harder than the next time, or he would um, you'd see the look on his face whenever Batista would grab the ropes and he'd start doing start shaking the ropes. That that intensity, they can see it. They know what the what the move is supposed to be is supposed to do to that guy. I feel like that's always played a big role in my character too. So I try to try to get inspiration from that, from them for that. Uh, seemingly it's a very small very basic character. There's not a whole lot a whole lot to it. Um, it's just little things, I think. But...
1: Okay. Yeah, by the way, your gear is pretty cool. Who do you do you know who designed it or uh
2: so the gear that I have now, um, I bought off of just a website um, that, that does wrestling gear, uh, wrestling singlets called uh, Blue Chip Wrestling. They ha- I had a crow design, so I got that one immediately, and they all had the red one. I got called Faith. Um, it's got a couple of cross and Bible verses on it. Um, I just now, for the first time since I started wrestling, ordered my own singlet with my stuff on it that hopefully will be in for the July 10th show. So my next footage should have me in my good my new gear,
0: mm-hmm.
2: as well as my promo picks. Cool. But um, I'm not sure who came up with the designs for the chip. But I know they they have them like in stock just to just to buy. So I've always I've always loved those two particular singlets. I've always worn those. This will be the first time I kind of branch out of that. Mm-hmm. And my my jacket that I wear was made by uh, Killa Custom or K- Killa. How do you? I don't know. I want to say it right because I want people to actually know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's the person who does Bray Wyatt, Ruby Riot, and all their gear. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's Killa, Killa Custom Rockwear is the name of the it. KillaCustomRockwear.com is the website. Um, so she does Bray Wyatt stuff. She did all the Blood and Brothers. She did all those all that stuff for them. Uh, she made my jacket. She's actually making me a new one to go with this new gear that I'll have in a couple of months. It takes a little while because it's backed up. But uh, her name is Kim. She is phenomenal. Uh, very easy to work with. Uh, I can't, can't wait to get my new one. So
0: mm-hmm. That's cool.
2: I've lost a lot of weight since I got the last one, so this one should fit better.
0: Hmm. Here we go. Another old school question. If you could take any old school manager from like the past of WWF, which one would you choose to be your manager and why? Teddy Yossi. Oh, <laughs> what he's been doing lately?
2: Yeah, so I've, I've been really excited that he's uh, he's been back around doing that. Um, we actually a friend of mine had him in New Orleans as his manager, uh, a company called Wildcat, and that was not great to see. But he always brought the the thing of you know everybody has a price. I love that that line. That's one of the most famous lines he's ever he's ever given, and just the way he would interact with fans during matches and you just kind of hype them up and get the guy over. He was always incredible. Um, he was Paul Heyman before Paul Heyman was a manager. And it just it was I, really great. I,
0: that's one of our, me and Geek would like dream to get Teddy Biazi on the show. I don't know how we would get him,
1: but I would love him. Let's do a promo. We'd have party. to pay a lot of money. <laughs> 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 But um, yeah. That, worth I, every I, time. Uh, that, that was a corny one, but yeah. Well, uh, it's the truth, right? Right, right. Yeah, because everybody has a price, I guess. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, pay. <laughs> um. No, but uh, I kind of have the same question, but a little bit different. If you could tag with anybody, who would you tag with?
2: Like Any, now,
1: anybody? Anybody. Who, anybody? Anybody? Wow. Um. Or now, or, or now, like currently now. So currently,
2: if I could tag with anybody, I would probably tag carrying across. Not that he's tagging team wrestler, but that dude is. I, I love what he's doing in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could tag with anybody, ever. But, like, Actually even in your promotion.
1: Him. Even in your promotion, you could choose.
2: Oh no, I, I can't say that because then I have the I have phone calls. I can't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I like where I'm in my company. Let's see. Um, I tag with anybody ever the Dudleys.
1: Dudley? I, I would
2: I would tag with the Dudleys. That that would be fun.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Either one, Bubba or or uh Devon. Doesn't matter. I uh. I
0: actually met Bubba Ray when I went to this uh, a club, like a restaurant club. It was placed somewhere in Jersey. And um, we were hanging out outside, drinking our beers. And this big dude walks by us. And I was just like, what? my friend's like, oh, I know that guy. I know out. I'm like, how do you know him? And he turns around, and it's Bubba, it's Bubba Ray just didn't know it. And I was like, dude, I walk over, my friend I said, dude, Joe, you always say no people. That's not Bubba Ray. And I walked over and I went, what up, bully? What up, man? And he said, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And I'm like, can I just take a picture with you really quick? He said, yeah, my friend. Like, I gave up on my phone. And I'm like, he's done. I'm five one. He towers over me. Oh, yeah. Bit, Everybody towers over me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to, unless you're a little person. But I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. And where I live in Pennsylvania now, um are you familiar with the ECW roster from the old days? A little bit. Jason Knight lives by my house. Wow! You know who that is? Jason Knight for the Impact
2: players.
0: I do. Yes.
2: Yes. There's actually a guy in Texas who uses that name. I don't know if that's his legit name or not, but he uses Jason Knight. But uh, but yeah, I know who that is. Huh. Yeah, Jason Knight.
0: He's a nice, super cool. I've like known him since I worked at Walmart. Me and him used to talk, and I told him about. He told I saved him a sticker at the beer store and he took it and I wrote my number on the piece of paper. He said he couldn't read it, but we're trying to get him on the podcast now too, Lance. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: we may get it. We may get an impact player. Lynn. I hope, I, ho- I hope, I hope it's not like his partner. and Everybody's got a price. Kerching. <laughs> 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 Wait, here we go. There's another funny movie question. Have you ever seen half baked? Uh, is- Asian, is- I yes. Geeky has that funny haha running joke, ka ching, kaching, come on. <laughs>
1: right? It's like you see the dollar signs just go up. It's like, right. So you won't be on the show? Cha-ching, cha-ching, ching
0: It's like, oh, it's oh you you didn't tell me it's gonna be an hour. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. Oh, but you want to have me do a promo? Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the type of comedy we hear at uh, dudes at ringside, yeah. uh, friends from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Geeky U-turn.
1: <laughs> I'm good. If he has any more stories, he could t- he could tell. That'd be great.
0: keep showing your stories. <laughs> um,
2: man, I, I had some things lying in my head, and I just I should have wrote them down. I didn't write them down. Let's see, told you we had Shane Douglas, and he was great. One of my first tag team matches in when I first started was with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We had him a few times. Really, really good guy. Um, and I, I I I needed, I should have wrote him down things that I had, but. Mm. That's how I've said a few things, but I think a,
0: another one that we could ask you: um, if here we go, if you weren't, if you decided, if you did, if you didn't go into wrestling,
2: what would you've done? That that's really that's a hard one because I had football lined up, and then that didn't happen. Wrestling kind of fell in my lap. If I didn't have wrestling, I probably would just be. In the gym all the time, which I am anyway, but I'm just probably in the gym for no reason. Now I'm, I'm, I train to wrestle, not just for life expansion. Um, it would just probably just be everyday working out. Um, I really don't know where I'd be or what I'd be doing as far as hobbies go because this wasn't planned either. Um, i be playing golf, maybe I don't know. <laughs> so, not that I do golf, I, I, I go. I drive. That's all I do, driving ranges. But um, no, if I, did, if I didn't have wrestling, I don't know what I would have.
1: Do you have a favorite TV show or?
2: I said so I like all, all movies and shows and stuff. So I've watched pretty much everything. I'm a big. I am a nerd. Um I've watched all the the Gotham and Flash and Arrow and all those shows. Um, if I had to pick a favorite, man, I've watched every episode of all the NCIS shows. That's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows, um, that come Criminal Minds.
1: Hmm. Not fan of Rick and Morty, are you?
2: I've seen all the, Rick all I've seen a good bit of the Rick and Morty shows, um, when they first came out. I haven't watched anything recently. Um... I found out yesterday that they're doing some Harry Potter shows coming up on HBO Max, some TV shows. I'm excited about that. Really? Yes. One's going to be on TBS. It's going to be like a trivia show that you'll be able to do family interaction from home. I'm excited about that one, too. Um,
0: oh, I got another one I'm done with your thing. question, Lance. I'm done. What is your opinion on the the death of New Jack?
2: Man, so I've had the privilege of meeting him a couple of times. Solid guy, as nuts as they come. I mean, crazy guy, but in the ring at least. Solid guy outside of the ring. Um, I said I'm sponsored by Collar and Elbow. If you have a chance, if you go to the website, CollarAndElbowsBrand.com, collarandelbowbrand.com. They have a New Jack shirt. 100% of the proceeds are going to his family. Um, it's tragic, man. It really is. I mean, with, with all the losses that we've had over the last couple of years between John Huber and him and Shad and and, I and all these wrestlers, it's it's been terrible. It really has. I and mean, New Jack was one of the last not one of the last remaining, but one of the most most um, Current wrestlers from the ECW era that still kind of participated in that in that um, genre of wrestling, and it's 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 really sad, you know. I mean, because you expected him to to not outlive a whole lot of people, but just it's when it when it happened, it was it was tragic.
0: We were doing the show when it happened, and we were doing like a dream match show with these guys called the Dirty Heels, and one of the guys was like. Said Nick Gage, something
1: Nick Gage versus New, versus New Jack Nick
0: Gage versus New Jack, and someone in the comments said rest RIP New Jack. And I thought maybe because of the match style we chose or whatever. And then something told me to grab my phone, and I went to the Instagram and I refreshed it. And The first thing I get is New Jack, rest in peace. New Jack has died. And I'm like, I looked into the camera, I said, Guys, New Jack died, and it just bummed out the whole show. <laughs> Absolutely. It was absolutely terrible. I was like, I could think of like so many different crazy memory matches that New Jack had. The scaffold match that he tasered the guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Tasered. I
1: don't know if you've been following the dark side of the ring. Have you? or? Uh...
2: I've watched one. I've watched the Brian Filmer episode. Yeah. I don't think I've seen anything else on there.
0: There is the New Jack one on there.
2: There is. I don't know. I'll have to watch it.
1: Somebody <laughs> said there was somebody said there was a Lucha Underground one, but I haven't found it yet.
2: Hmm.
1: Because of what's going on with the contracts and everything, right?
2: So yeah. that weird mm-hmm. weird story about that at WrestleMania, WrestleCon in New Orleans. Our table is right across from Mil Muertes and on that whole Lucha Underground crew, as big as they make him look on TV, I tower over Mil Muertes. Really? Right? So yes. He's wide. He's very short. Very, very strange thing. Cause as big as they make him look on TV, but uh... weird story about that. But,
1: would you? Would um, you participate in the new Lucha Underground or no? If you got the opp- if they gave you the opportunity or no?
2: I got reached out to by a friend of mine. Um Whenever it first started, he was he was working there. Now probably not. Just with all the all the controversy, but. Yeah, I heard um, of then back then I really wanted to. I just I couldn't get away from work. But uh,
1: you kind of glad you did right?
2: right. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not involved in that. Uh, because then I mean you had Prince Puma then, which was Riche, uh, Milmoretz, Brian Cade. Brian's actually a friend of mine.
1: Sammy um, Guevara. Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara.
2: Yeah, you know, all these, all these little younger guys mm-hmm. that were you know extremely talented. I would have loved to have worked there, but now mm-hmm. it's a little bit more. Controversial, like I said, so probably not, but
1: I mean, MLW took them over, so yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit better.
2: And I know there's been rumors that MLW is going to end up being like the developmental for WWE, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do.
1: But I thought Evolve was, or they're going to start, They
2: they are still with Evolve, but they're talking about doing what they did with what was SCW that's now NXT, they're talking about doing making. MLW, they're FCW now. Whereas Evolve is they still partnered with them, but they're not as mainstream as what MLB, MLW has their own TV show and everything. Um, so I, I don't know what the, what that is, but I know I saw that the other day that they were talking about making them their developmental brand. But
1: I mean, for me, I, I, mean, I don't want to talk negative about, about it, but I hope not because right, I, I kind of like, because in a way that kind of kills the business if you know what I mean. Because Absolutely. Because then you're killing, okay, we're going to kill this company off, we're going to kill this company off, we're going to kill, and then there's no and one Vince
2: injured. And Vince knows you can't have a monopoly of the wrestling industry because, yes, you travel all across the country and all across the world. Good for you. But if you come here, the only reason you pack the Cajun Dome is because people from other areas are going to come here. At a local show, we have guys that come from 15 minutes down the road, so you're not going to get all those people. He knows he can't do that. Um, plus, if he does MLW... Uh, MJF won't be able to work for him because he's not going to work for WWE. Uh, all the MLW... Uh, Hammerstone probably wouldn't work for him because he, he can't work for outside AEW and MLW. I don't know. I just... I hope they don't do that, but...
1: Me too. I mean, are we, are we good on time, uh, Sean, or... Uh... What's that? We're good on time, or... Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We, can keep okay, going we don't want that. to like hold you up behind.
1: you got yeah, to do yeah, get through stuff, you know. all I'm to work
2: I'm going to bed when this is over to get up and work for five five. <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Just we don't us. want to hold
0: you up because we you, we know you have a job and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just let us know because if you don't let us know, we'll go. Well, me and Joe. No one. We'll go out until two in the morning. Yeah. I and
0: my parents are be happy that see that my light. Actually, I live in the basement of my house, so yeah. <laughs> But like they asked me what happened on the show anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm um, uh, trying to think what else. Uh, man, keep take it. I can't think of anything else, man.
1: <laughs> if you want to wrap it, we could wrap it too. All
0: yeah. right, um, Sean, uh, do you want uh, to talk about anything else, or do you? Uh,
2: no, I mean unless you guys have anything else for me.
1: No. Uh go. Um, so, we're good. Go geek go, go. Um, if you wanna if you wanna plug anything, you can plug anything right here.
2: Said I mean if you guys are in Louisiana, if you ever if you ever come back down, get with me. We'll give you a tour, we'll take your show, we'll do something, we'll make it count. But as far as plug anything, I'm good. I appreciate you mm-hmm. guys having me on. No uh, is
0: there any rivalries you're in you're in right now if you do you, you could you could go off on your rival right now
2: so there's one guy there's one guy that you uh you probably should have on your show I'd, lo- I'd love to hear what he has to say but Tomiko for sure but no uh Nate Slater he's a Texas wrestler too um all I'm gonna say is that his time is coming. He, uh, he slipped out of from under me on this last Texas show we were going to. I was, I was going to go meet him, but we weren't having the show. So hopefully if they reschedule, we can do it. But Nate Slater, if you hear this, if you're listening, I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Don't worry. Wait, wait,
1: wait, one more. I think we have one more question, actually, before we okay. wrap it up. Yeah. All right.
2: Most, What's shocking most shocking loss in the wrestling world. It hit you hard. They were all bad. I mean, they, they, none of them were ever a good thing. Um, Eddie was probably my personal hardest thing to, to, to take. Um, Eddie Guerrero, uh, controversially, obviously Chris Benoit, um, that whole situation.
0: Ooh. When you're done with, I had some a really funny, like kind of like weird, but weird at the same time.
2: But the, the, I, the uh, hardest loss for me. Personally, was Paul Bear because I know I knew Moody. I, I mean, I, I can't say enough how special a person he was. Mm. Um, that was that was terrible. I, I really, I wish that we would have had more time with him as far as learning from him because I, I learned a little bit from him as you know the time I spent with him. But great, great guy. I wish that we would have had more time.
0: Actually. um the show when Vincent McMahon's limo exploded do you remember that raw I do Sean I was at that raw with my with my with my other friend and it's a small arena in Scranton Pennsylvania mohegan Sun we were leaving the arena and the smell of gasoline took over the whole parking lot it smelled like a truck exploded it was the limo the, right. the famous limo exploding right. um. I, I just, and it, it lit up the sky as we walked up the doors. You thought it, you would think it was like six o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> we were like, what we all walked out. Like people were like walking out and they were backing up. Like everything that like there was, and you, there's like a hill, like to the parking lot. You look down and it, you could feel the heat coming up. And we were like, whoa. So yeah, actually today is the anniversary of the anniversary show for Owen Hart. I was on Instagram that this morning, earlier.
2: Did you Do you remember watching that that Raw? I do. I was a kid. Um, my dad and I were watching. I remember whenever they really cut it off after he fell. And I remember my dad saying that he was going to be, you know, everything was okay. It just something happened. The next day, he told me that that guy didn't make it. I didn't. I knew who Owen was. I mean, I, I obviously knew who all the wrestlers were, but I didn't really know of him. So after he told me that he passed, I went and I looked up the Hart family and did a bunch of research and stuff. And just, That was terrible, man. I, 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 What was I watching? Something about they were talking about that. I and mean, then Jim said, you know, he didn't know either, and they just told him over the, the microphone, oh, Owen's dead. I mean, it was, just, it was a terrible experience. I, I couldn't imagine being involved in that particular show. Um especially with Sean doing it all the time, you know, coming from the Raptors and stuff and saying dropping from the top and things like that, and that happening. Uh, I couldn't imagine. Mm. It's insane
0: to like think of what a career Owen Hart would have had if that his tra- a tragedy didn't happen. I heard rumors that he was supposed to beat Bret Hart. Was it Owen was supposed to beat Brett or he was supposed to beat Stone Cold? I forgot which one it was supposed to be. But one of the two, he was supposed
1: to win the title.
2: Right.
1: I, I do got one, though. Uh, what was the toughest fight you ever been in? Like, who I hit had the your hardest? Fight. Like, who hit the hardest, you'd say?
2: Um, so there's a, there's a local guy here. His name is Trucker Jones. And, if he, and I doubt he's going to hear this, but I hope he does because he knows. Let's, let's just be honest. His name is Brian. That dude hit me so hard. I oh man. We were at a show. It was in Lafayette, Louisiana, at the Hyman Center. It was a battle royal. It wasn't even really a match. I turned and there he was and he gave me a forearm shot. Man, he woke me up. I have never been hit that hard in my life. I just I, all I remember was seeing White. And the next thing I know, they dumped me over the top. And I told him after the match, I don't remember anything. That was mm-hmm. the hardest I've ever been hit in my life. It was just a forearm shot.
1: He is mm-hmm. a legit
2: tough guy. I love him to death. He's a great person. But that was the hardest I've ever been hit. Um, you want stories. I gave you a story. Um, we did a show in a very little town where, where I used to live here in Louisiana. And it was me and two guys. We called ourselves Animal Planet because we were all animals. Versus a group called Trilogy. There's three of them, so Trilogy. Um, me and the one guy started the match. He pushed me, he pushed me, he pushed me. I slapped him across the face. I gave him a concussion. He no longer wrestles anymore. I slapped him from what they, they tell me. This is somebody else's line. I slapped him out of the business. So um, I can send you the video to that. I, I think I think we have the video to that. If we don't, I can find it. But um the sound was incredible like a gunshot going off on a hit. But that's the hardest I've ever hit someone. And then Brian is the hardest I've ever been hit. Trucker Jones, he's oh, that hurt. But all right. All
0: right. Um, if you have any more questions, we have little more questions for you, Sean. So um, if you want to say your goodbyes to the crowd, it's up to you.
2: Guys, I I can't get it what you're doing for the independent circuit. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you ever need anything from me, if there's anything I can do for you guys, I appreciate it so very much. And uh, maybe one day we'll get to do it again and I'll, I'll yeah, have a that, better, right. uh, I'll have written down a little bit more information for you guys. As far as stories go, I've, uh-huh. I've been hitting a head much. So forgive me for forgetting. <laughs>
1: don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry can you about, can
0: about impress, it. Sean, please tell your friends.
1: That- absolutely. That- yeah. About
0: us and tell them that we're good. We're good people. We have funny questions. We, we're just trying to help. Yeah, and tell them to watch.
2: So I messaged my buddy oh. who's in the Louisiana Ghostbusters. He really wants to be on the show. So I'll send you his information as well after this is over. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: tell him
0: about me being
1: a good. Tell him, tell a, about By the way, he has he has a Ghostbusters show too.
2: Yes. yes. He okay. wants to show.
1: So if you want to be on that, they could do that. Absolutely.
2: He's a Ghostbuster and a wrestler, and he does cosplay. So he fits all the realms. Oh, so, yeah. So, Laura
1: would
0: be happy as hell to have another Ghostbuster fan on the show. She's the talker. I'm the I, I'm the host, but she's the talker. But we yeah. could do it. <laughs> I'll talk with Laura. <laughs> I'll talk. But yeah, um, definitely. We want you to come back. Definitely. This is lots of fun. This was, this was tons of fun. Absolutely. So, I appreciate yeah. it, guys. Oh, no problem. Thanks again.
1: Thank you. Thanks Sean. Wow, that was fun. That was a fun interview. That <laughs> was a fun interview.
0: It was a lot lots of fun.
1: All right, Jerry, right. you wanna want close? Yeah.
0: say goodbye.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for everybody that came out tonight. Thanks for our guest, Sean Crow. Um, by the way, thanks, thanks. to that that, fan, that viewer from Brazil for staying up late. I don't know what time it is in Brazil, by the way. Thanks for supporting the show. I much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh you don't have to but you could always donate to uh to us at streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside to help us out you don't have to
0: and if you want to watch us every monday and every friday we do our shows monday at the 11
1: at the wrong at 10,
0: depending on the guest. and keep. uh do you want to play the Promo for uh, well, you know a promo, but Monday, Friday, this Friday we have the Last Greatest Manager mm-hmm. and Play Mondays, play Play Mondays,
1: uh, Mondays or, or Friday.
0: month Oh, he it, his his thing wasn't a promo. It was just it was just a wasn't a preview. It was just a promo. All
1: right, it's a preview. Right, you want to play it? All right. Let's play Real quick. With- yeah. All right so we'll play we'll play it real quick and then we'll head out of here I yeah. guess right so i don't think I don't think there's anybody left though so. i mean i I would uh somebody, but I don't think there's anyone left though so. yeah just all right have a go
2: you know if you're listening to this, it's that time again to shut your mouth
0: and open your ears because it's time for another episode. Of Dudes at Ringside Podcast.
2: With the Metal Geek and Joe the Panther, And of course I am Greatness himself, Mr. Chad Epic, telling you to stop entertaining thoughts of greatness. And like Greatness himself,
0: that's me, entertain you. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you, Cousin. Thank you, family members. Thank you for lighting the way from all us for all Latino wrestlers. Good night, everybody.